Now, disappointment amongst Aucklanders over yet another announcement of an announcement from Jacinda Ardern today. The Prime Minister said while case numbers have been rising, hospitalisations and ICU numbers have really happily stayed quite low. And still, Auckland has to wait another week before retailers are allowed to open their doors and groups of 25 can meet. Deputy Prime Minister, Finance Minister Grant Robertson is with us now. Evening, Minister. Good evening, Heather. Why wait a week? Why not open this week? Oh, well, we've got to, you know, make sure we get the balance right here. Vaccination rates are, are increasing all the time, and this gives us another week uh, to pursue that. It also means that we can move forward with the further considerations around the impacts of what we've done with schools reopening and make sure that that's gone well. But we're confident enough to say that barring any 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 untoward developments in those regards, uh, we should be able to, to do this next week. Appreciate the point that, of course, people would want it to be this week. Um, the option is not giving people the, the certainty or the hope that it's coming next week. And, and, you know, all things being equal, that is what will happen. What are you worried about? Why didn't? Why not do it this week? What's worrying you? Um, I was going to say worrying is probably not the right word, but the advice and the discussions we've had with public health folk on the ground in Auckland uh, is that they want another week to see those vaccination rates pick up in board. I mean, bear in mind, by this time next week, we should have the whole of all three Auckland DHBs at 90% first dose. Um, and then we have made that fairly recent decision around schools, and we just want to make sure that that settles okay, that we keep those hospitalisation rates low, that the cases, um, you know, albeit that they may rise, rise in an, in an expected way. We've got enough confidence to say we believe that will happen, and we'll finalise that um, next week for everyone. So, what's the vaccination rate in Auckland likely to be next week then? Well, we will be at or over 90% for the first dose, which is absolutely fantastic. That's our first milestone on the way to moving into the into the red level of the framework. Um, that's really encouraging for us. And double dose? Very, uh, double dose for Auckland next week. I think I'd, I'd have to go back and look and see where the projections go. But that gives you that three to four week timeline to get us to moving into the red period. And that's a fantastic milestone. Okay, because the, the, the vaccination rate for Auckland double dose at the moment is 81%, right? right? That is really high by international standards. That's 7% higher than what New South Wales was on when they went for their Freedom Day. So are you sure you can't do it on 81% double dose? Look, you know, we've, New Zealand has always taken the path that we think is right for us here. We've done a tremendous job as a country on making sure that we've had only the 27 deaths. Um, we've done really well in terms of making sure we don't pe- have people get seriously ill. We need to make sure we lock in the success we've had. Yes, we're moving carefully, and it is a balance. And I heard you in your introduction here talk about the fact that we're balancing between people who would have had us open up much earlier than now and people who don't want us to open up until we Got a that shouldn't even be a consideration for you, but that's political. Oh, no, that's it's looking, not. yeah, that's absolutely political. So what you're basically saying to retailers is, look, whole whole bunch of people are freaked out, so we can't open up because the freaked out people don't want you to open up. I mean, they're not going to. Retailers are not going to take that. Well, no, it remains a balance of all of the considerations, the public health advice we get, making sure that we are um, giving people in Auckland opportunities to be able to do more things as we move towards that 90% double dose. And bear in mind, that's the target. We could sit here and do nothing and wait until then. That would be an option. But actually, we want to make sure that Aucklanders do, you know, feel Minister, that, that their, their efforts say, are worth something, with respect, and that's what we're trying to do. That you even say to Aucklanders that an option is to just keep them shut is just so petulant. I just, I, I, I can't, what are you hoping to achieve by saying something like that? 
what I'm saying is that is the, the announcement that we made a couple of Fridays ago that gave a very clear target for everybody for when Auckland moves in to the red level. In between now and then, we can do these things to move through the steps that we've previously announced to give people some more opportunities to be able to go out, to be able to interact with people. That is an important thing to be able to do to keep people on board with the goal and the target that we have. The starting point has got to be freedom, not the other way around. Okay, we have currently got three people in ICU. How many people can we handle in ICU with COVID? Oh, many, many more than that. And so that is that is an incredibly encouraging situation for us. And it does show that the vaccination program has been working. And so that is one of the considerations that allows us to keep moving forward is that hospitalizations have risen but are manageable and the ICU uh, capacity is, is much, much higher okay. than where no, we and, are And I, I take that. That's a good point. 53 people in hospital with COVID right now, some of whom weren't even admitted with COVID but just happened to have it. How many can we handle? Again, I mean, our hospital system can handle more people than So why don't you just open up then? Because we're still in the dynamic of an outbreak. We still have an outbreak where case numbers are going and we still have to step our way through this. And Heather, I guess just to flip back to kind of the overall point that you're raising, we have taken an approach in New Zealand that has meant that we have had one of the lowest death rates in the world. And surely that's got to be worth something. So we'll keep methodically and carefully moving forward. Other countries have had different experiences that have put them in a different Mm. place right now. But I think the hard work and the sacrifice that New Zealanders have shown over the last 20 months, we are very close to the point of being able to move through that, come out the other side and say, job well done. But if we blink at the last moment of that, we lose a lot of what we've achieved over the last 20 months. In the 11th week of a lockdown in Auckland, if somebody was to die of COVID because they've chosen not to get the vaccine, is that not really their own choice? Well, we've got to be careful about that. I mean, there are lots of reasons and lots of factors that have gone in the, into into why someone may or may not be vaccinated. But we, of course, one of the points we're making is we are getting to the point now, 90% double dose, when we will be moving into an area where there are a lot more freedoms. But we, we take our responsibilities seriously here. We've done the hard work as a country. We've got to make sure we make the best of that. Is it is it completely off the table? Prime Minister is absolutely not going to Auckland during this lockdown? Oh, I'm sure the Prime Minister would, would, would want to get to Auckland as soon as she can. I know you you would have been um, heard the comments that a number of us have made about the rules around Parliament, um, but none of that stops the fact that every waking moment, the Prime Minister, myself and other ministers are working on and thinking about and talking to people in Auckland. That is what we are doing. I'm sure she'll be able to visit there soon. The current rules make that extremely challenging to be able to do the bits of the job we have to do here and the bits of the job that we might be able to do if we go to Auckland. If you take my example, um, Heather, I, I speak regularly to people in Auckland. I've got Zooms with Auckland businesses. When I've asked the Auckland business groups whether they want me to come, they say, well, why don't you just interact with the businesses the same way we are by Zoom and allow yourself to get on with that and not have to um, go put myself through the situation where I might not be able to do the other parts of my job down here in Wellington. I think that might change soon. My personal view is Mr Mallard's rules are are not sensible, and I'd like to think that they'll change and that'll open up much easier possibility of getting up to Auckland. Okay, so so he's going to change the rules, is he? He's going to stop that five-day isolation that you need to have before you're allowed to go back on parliamentary grounds? I'd hope so. And, And that will facilitate the Prime Minister going to Auckland? 
well, it facilitate any number of people going to Auckland, but none of that takes away from the fact that we're already working closely with people in Auckland. We have ministers on the ground in Auckland. We get minute-by-minute, day-by-day feedback, and we're constantly in conversation. So, yes, it'll be great to be able to go to Auckland, but that actually isn't stopping us from working on it. Brilliant. Minister, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Grant Robertson, Deputy Prime Minister, Finance Minister.